You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome back to Motor Cop Congress Podcast. I'm your host, the Iceman, and, uh... Back for part deuce is uh, Holstera. Woo-hoo. He's here for part two. Uh, this is Memorial Day. I did not put out one Sunday as usual because I knew it was Memorial Day. The next day I figured I'd just put it out today. So we're recording this now. Uh, my time is um, about 7.30. His time is 8.30. So as soon as we get done, I'm going to put it out straight off, hot off the presses. And I hope everyone had a good Memorial Day weekend uh, for the people that actually know what Memorial Day means. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, I actually watched a thing uh, on uh, YouTube earlier from the Liberty Hangout where she goes out and asks a bunch of questions and uh, it was just, it, it was uh, just sad. It's a sad state. Those are terrible, ain't they? Don't don't you feel like half of them have to be staged? I, no, I don't know, because, I mean, if, it, if that's I mean, the case, I don't know. Things about the Civil War, I don't know. You know, they're like, who won or who fought it? Yeah, I don't know. And they how say, people, like, the Carolinas. Yeah, I don't know how people graduated school or are still in school that they don't know, you know. She asked, you know. What you know was Memorial Day stood for? I think ninety percent of people didn't know. She had asked people where Pearl Harbor was. Some of them said oh, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, wow. A lot of people from World War. They said uh, who'd be fighting World War Two, and people said anywhere between uh, China to uh, uh, some people actually said that we went to war against the British. <laughs> the Revolutionary War, yes. yeah, that one. Yes, that that one, but that was uh, World War Two. Uh, people didn't know, you know, who the president was for, you know, during the Civil War and stuff like that. It, it's sad. it was sad. It's I was like, I was like, God, I'm just. That's why our country is so fucked up. But I hope everybody well, had a good Memorial Day because Memorial Day is supposed to be a celebration for the men and women in the military that gave their lives for this country and for your freedoms. Paid the ultimate sacrifice. That That's what today's for. It's not for a three-day weekend, thanks to our illustrious yeah. vice president, because she's yeah. a fucking idiot, too. So. I mean, well, I'll, it always surprises me that people would get Veterans Day and Memorial Day mixed up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I know 
Kamala Harris made uh, some kind of tweet I read about on there, and it, it's just sickening. That you know, but that's their new agenda, buddy. The that's vice, just... the vice president, just it, it's just sickening. Uh, country's going to hell in a handbasket quickly with gasoline underwear on. So <laughs> that, that's hey, they get on. all that gasoline crap controlled over there with you. I know down here everybody was running to the store and filling up garbage bags, and I'm no, we we didn't have any issues down here. Uh, I did see some stuff online where some people were putting gasoline in garbage bags, and no, it was here and, straight up. I'm not even kidding. Five gallon buckets, I've seen a guy well, had a whole thing the, full the of five, five gallon. The five gallon people. bucket hold is the people that were putting the shit in the bags. One thing yep. that shit's most likely going to eat through those bags quickly. So it's like. It's like, are you, it's just, no, we didn't have any gas shortages. Thank you. You wouldn't think we would either because we get all of our fuel to the port. But, well, we yeah, got a lot of the plants. We got a lot of the plants that, you know, produce the gasoline. So, right. Like yeah. Exxon you guys and Shell and, and all that shit like that. So, we don't have to do it. So, we have talked, uh, we, well, we always talk here and there, but, Let's get in. Uh, we were discussing uh, different units and what happens oh, to yeah. <laughs> yeah, different types of cars over the years. I mean, you guys know my history with the Caprice. That uh, that uh, no, it was an Impala. It wasn't Caprice. The Caprice was before my age. You probably know all about that. Well, the, the big body ones. Yeah, but they came out with a a new Caprice. Uh, I don't know, several years years back. They don't make them again. They stopped making them. But they came out with them again, and I actually had one uh, not too long ago, and it, it wasn't as big as those big ones you think of. But I know they came with a, a Corvette engine in it, and it was like super fast. It was just, right. it was a bitch for my big ass to get in and out of. Once I got in, it had plenty of leg room. It was just the getting in and out of it was not fun. And and that was my love with the with the Crown Vic. I mean, it was like riding in a couch. It didn't matter how big, how small you were, you fit perfectly inside of a P seventy one, you know, seat. No, oh, the Crown Vic was the ultimate police car. Like, like uh, you get in and out of it easily, no matter how big you were. It ran great. It was reliable. It was tough. And a lot of people don't realize how safe they are either. They actually like the door supports and stuff in those Crown Vicks, P seventy ones was something like three times the size of the actual structural support of a regular bit. So if you took a side impact, you were more likely to survive. Whereas the newer cars don't have that. Well, I'm sure Ford, I would think, would realize how badly whoever whoever decision it was at corporate office decided, you know, we're not going to make the fucking Crown Vic police car, Crown Vic's period. That's just stupid. Even though that was the most widely used police vehicle in the whole entire world, Let's just stop making them. Well, you know what it was? The damn things lasted so long. So if you had, you know, shoot, I had a Crown Vic that was in service. And trust me, they retired it at 60,000 miles. But I ended up going back into that cruiser, and I drove it till about 160,000 miles. Um, But they just lasted forever, and they were cheap to fix. So Ford was losing money because nobody was buying new cars. So with the new uh, Explorers and uh, the Ford, that ain't a Focus. What is that new crap they drive now? I know that they they're using Ford Explorers. 
which I had a brand new one before I got back in motors in the department. I mean, it was a good little, it was a good little SUV. Uh, uh, only thing I didn't like, I mean, from the size of it is I, I had to sit straight up in it because I couldn't br- move the seat back any more than what it was. So it was like I was just sitting straight up the entire shift. You know, I'd like <laughs> you sometimes see me, I'd be like parked somewhere outside of the unit, walking around, just trying to stretch out because you wasn't, you know, you wasn't taking no naps in this thing or nothing. You because you're sitting straight up the whole time. It was it was extremely uncomfortable for me. Maybe some other shorter people or whatever, but it. Well, that's it. The people come up with these ideas, like I said, every cop is five foot five and 120 pounds. I hate to tell you, once we slap all that gear on, yeah, we're not really small anymore. No, not not five five, or I, I don't think I think I was born 120 pounds. So, <laughs> but but uh, I think yeah. the apartment I'm with now, the uh, the last two batches they've bought, they've bought uh, for uniform guys is uh. They're buying the Dodge Durangos right now. Yeah, the Durangos are nice. They have a little bit more space than the Explorers. Yeah, and I know some other departments. They got one department I know of. I mean, all all they buy for you know the uniform guys of all they buy is the Tahoes, which is more on the more expensive end of units. It is. You know, I have a I have an issue with that. I don't mind the Tahoes, but for a high speed traffic interdiction unit. It, a Tahoe is not it that is not designed to be going 150 160 miles an hour and doing pit maneuvers it's not you're gonna no. have to have a quick mover like a Vic or a Taurus in there to do that but uh like I said not uh I know some cities are still uh I've been I've seen some new Durangos from a, a city department I mean not Durangos on uh, the chargers yeah so, but, well I had one I ended up having to uh <laughs> I turned it back in I uh the, the mirrors and the blind spots are ridiculous. And the back end, when you look to change lanes, you really can't see because the side or the rear windows are so small. And then when you try to use a little side view mirror, it's like using a little makeup case mirror. <laughs> Just, you know, you got it hanging out there, but you can't really see nothing out of it. It's useless. Uh, but, yeah, well, they you, had way never, too much torque. You never did tell your uh, story of your railroad track incident. I didn't tell that story. No, we had talked about it prior to. You didn't tell it. Oh, uh, yeah. That's why you were so quick to say, all right, let's make this episode, because I like to talk for an hour and then say, all right, let's record. Um, all right. So I worked for a medium-sized department after the smaller department, because with salaries down here, the little department only paid like eighteen five for an entire year. That was ridiculous. Um, so I pretty much doubled that by moving to this other department. And, uh, I was an FTO, um, just so it non-LEOs know FTOs build training. Um, even if you've got 10 years on the job, the agency's still going to make you go through about six months. Some give longer, some are shorter, uh, for patrol. So when I, I switched departments, my FTO was two days. <laughs> oh, the other guy. No, when I switched departments from the department I used to be with and the one I'm with now, when I got hired, I rode with somebody for two days. Once they re- <laughs> once they realized that they were wasting their time, you already well, knew what you were doing. Basically, oh, this guy's job was to 
it was a different computer system, report writing system that I was using at the other department. Was to show me the report writing system. Two days, then I was off. Came back to work by myself. <laughs> you thought you were going to be a, a ten eighty in the passenger seat, and all of a sudden, <laughs> wait a minute, I got my own unit. Yeah, I, I was, I was ten eight. <laughs> that's great. Well, well, I mean, that's that's great. Well, the, were they know, gonna, the smaller, well, medium departments. What were they going to teach me? Right. Especially because you got more time on the road than most people with that agency. Yeah, and I mean the guy I rode with, I mean, he's he's the sense have made lieutenant. He's a good cop, but I've been doing the shit longer than he had. Right. I mean, and it's just I mean forty miles from where I was with in Louisiana, we still have the same laws and everything. I just had to gotcha. learn to report stuff. But go on about your story there since i interrupted you <laughs> all right so everybody knows little ins and outs of the ftos and all that good stuff so we're uh i'm out now i'm actually in the driver's seat now because we're coming to the end of my fto phase um so you do about you know the first couple of weeks or whatever you're in the passenger seat then the fto wants to see what you're doing so they put you in the driver's seat so i'm about five months in almost six and uh all of a sudden we're tooling around responding to calls and a officer needs assistance call comes out over the radio caught it immediately um started heading that way and i'm i'm cooking pretty fast my thing has always been i'm going to get to my fellow officers quick hey that's i want to be there especially when you hear a guy yell for help over the mic um so i'm, I'm booking and uh, i take there's either a bridge that you could take but there's this side road and that's the road I actually needed to be on. And it goes down into almost like a gully, but it's a major highway. And some of these cities have gigantic railroad track crossings. And when I say gigantic, they have this huge hump that you have to go over. Uh, this thing had to be probably progressively six foot, eight foot off the ground. Then it obviously goes back down to the road again. And on the other side, perfect is a red light Dukes of Hazard ramps. Perfect yeah, Dukes, perfect Dukes <laughs> of Hazard. Well, so I'm doing about a, uh, well, I ain't got to worry about it because I didn't say the agency name, about a buck 30, buck 40. And I'm slowing down. So I get back down to about 60, 70, which I feel comfortable. We're still going to leave the ground, but we're going to be in complete control of the car. And the FTO loses his mind. Now, this conversation had to take place in about a quarter mile. And that's how fast this all happened. And he proceeds to tell me, that officer needs assistance. You're not going to slow down. You're going to go. And I said, sir, we're going to hit that. And he goes, I don't give a shit. Floor it. As an FTO, you really don't have much leeway. If I tell my FTO, no, I'm not going to do it. Right after this call is done, I'm probably going to be fired anyway. Um, so you just do it as long as everybody's going to be safe. And uh, needless to say, I, I do a hazard to that shit. Um, that was a brand new Chevy Impala with less than, I want to say, three, 4,000 miles on it. They literally just gave it to us. And I went airborne. I went very airborne. We came back down on the other side. It slammed the ground so hard, it literally bent the frame in half. Um, so the middle of the car was touching the asphalt. At that point, we lost control, slapped the telephone pole. And uh, I was unemployed two weeks later. My... Uh, they called me in and told me that because of my actions, uh, 
I caused the damage to the car and I asked them if they reviewed the tape, all the audio from the car. Cause back then we didn't have body cams. Uh, but the minute the lights and sirens went on immediately, the car started recording audio and video in the vehicle or on our persons. Um, and they said, absolutely. We heard it, but you were in control of that vehicle. You had to make that decision, not the FTO, which is in law enforcement. That is the mega you're between a rock and a hard place. Basically, he's is. worth more to us than you are, but somebody's got to pay for this shit. Right, yeah. We're going to put this on the you're, chief desk, you're the and we would rather guy. have your name. Yeah, you're yep. the fall guy. And that, that's how that went, man. And I, I left that agency, and I just, I didn't even look back. I just, I immediately got on with uh, the larger agency, and I didn't have no issues. Loved just, every minute of it. I just want to know, when when you hit the track, and you went airborne, Did did you go yeehaw? Or, yeah, or was yeah, it hit the horn? Yeah, or was it? Oh shit! No, it was a. Uh, so there's. I learned earlier when I was a rookie, and I'll, I guess I'll give you that conversation here in a minute. But when you're traveling at extreme high speeds, I've always had my seatbelt on. The only time I pop it off is when we're either rolling up to the scene, or I think the suspect is going to bail from a vehicle. Otherwise, the seatbelt's on. Thank God it was, because when I tell you, I mean, you just, you feel everything in the car just become weightless. And you realize very quickly, we're not on the ground anymore, and things can go very bad very quick. And uh, they did. And then all of a sudden, of course, everything in the car slams. You got all the weight in the trunk. You know, it, it caused some damage. And But no, I didn't, uh, I didn't get a chance to scream out the window, yeehaw! No, <laughs> no. But that would be a very uh, appropriate thing for the city I worked for at the time. <laughs> no. That's, a, that's one phone call you never want to have to make. Oh, I didn't make any phone calls. I, it was literally the FTO kind of looked at me in disgust like I did something wrong and just advised, you know, dispatch, you know, we're signal four vehicles out of commission. Uh, no major injuries, uh, single vehicle, signal four. Or a single vehicle accident. Well, you don't even like put roll a tow truck. I mean, it's just when when you never you you, you just never want to get on there and, and say you know you hate admitting you hate getting on there and say you were in a crash. Period. Even when it's not your right. fault, because you're like fuck. Because I don't care what department you work for. Admin does not like it when units get fucked up, even when it's not your fault. Oh no! I mean, you may not get suspended or get in trouble. Or, you know, somebody rear-ending you, but they, they're still not happy about it. No, because then they got to worry about you. Well, first of all, they don't have to worry because you're going straight into a fleet vehicle. They, when you wreck a vehicle or anything like that, regardless of whose fault it is, they very rarely hand you the keys to a brand-new car. Oh, yeah. Usually it's, hey, that, uh, you know, that 1980s Caprice over there that has one light that flickers on top, and mm. that's all you get. Yeah, I think yeah, it might have roaches in it. Yeah, not only has it got roaches, but when you hit the siren, it just kind of sparks and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mind, see, I I knew I knew this. I'm not saying their names, of course, but I I knew this cop, uh, and I never. We worked for the same department for a little while, and he went to move to different department stuff like that. And but anyway, I, I never physically worked with him, like on the same shift or anything like that. And but but the guy uh, suffered from. Uh, what do they call that? He had very dry, flaky skin. 
Is that cirrhosis or something? Uh, psoriasis. Psoriasis. There you go. He he suffered from that like like really bad. Okay, not his fault. Oh no, not his fault. But it it was extremely bad. And uh, he was a super nice guy. He just was very flaky. <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah. Uh, this other department he went to work for, they they shit. There was one. It was a department where they had to share units. So the unit was basically ten eight twenty four seven. Yeah, day shift had it, and they'd swap. You know, whoever's oh watching. no, yeah, so anyway, swap shares. Yeah, so they had to share. They had to share units. Well, I know some other people that worked over there, and uh, they, they actually had to go out and buy like one of them dust busters or something like that. <laughs> because like when they got the car, I mean, poor guy, you know, it ain't his fault. But like they would get in it, and there was like there was like just flakes just everywhere, all over the place, and they would like have to vacuum the shit out of it because he done flaked off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like it's like oh, it's like fuck. <laughs> it's like, get out the yeah, door. I want to laugh, but I feel bad for laughing. <laughs> you want? I mean, but I mean, <laughs> hey. Back in the day when uh, I was a reserve, they had a reserve unit, and and I don't know why, but I don't I, I don't know why. I mean, but but I don't know if it was from where they used to keep it or what. But this this when I say roaches, that the car actually had like house roaches in it, the little house roaches, like wood roaches or no German no roaches. No. I'm not talking about the out, the big outside roaches. I'm talking about them them little ones that get up in your house. I That's guess. weird. Nobody else used the car. No, no, it was a reserve unit. So you know, several, you know, all the reserve officers would share it. And it was. Oh yeah, no, hard. I'll be setting off a whole can of raid on my lunch break. But look, I mean, because I do remember I was driving down the road when I was a reserve one time, and I I almost crashed this motherfucker because I felt a roach run up my pants. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. I almost crashed, slammed the brakes. I got out, jumping around, trying to get this fucking, you know, just freaking out because I had this roach. I'm thinking this motherfucker's going to bite me on my balls or something. Like, I'm going to have a roach bite on my balls. But <laughs> it's like, we actually got to the point. I think I think we put a fogger in that motherfucker. So I'm trying to get the, yeah. the car head roach. That's what I'm saying. The whole can of rage is pop the top, throw it in there, reel the windows yeah. up, let it go for the night. Yeah, but the car head roaches. <laughs> It was a real, it was a roach ride. <laughs> well, I got a, I got a very similar story. You know, I don't know if I ever told you. I'm not a real big fan of frogs. No, I didn't know you were afraid of frogs. I'm not afraid of frogs. Don't like <laughs> damn frogs. Big difference. I'll grab a hold of a frog, but if a frog jumps out of nowhere at me, I freak out like a little schoolgirl. Like it makes no sense. I, either way, I've always been like that. My my uh, brother-in-law used to let my nephews back when we were little torment me. So they'd put like frogs in my tennis shoes. So I, I just have, yeah. And I get ready to put my shoe on. There's a frog in there. So it jump out at me, scare the crap out of me. Either way, I don't like frogs. And, um, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have squad meetings. Uh, no, I'm, not, you- I'm, I'm elders, you know, I basically, I go 10, eight and I don't usually, I don't even usually go, 10 7 off shift or 10 42. I just, I just, you know, I guess dispatch just knows I get off at three. <laughs> just, I usually Jesus. just, I usually just leave. <laughs> so, no, I used to figure out exactly when I could hit the county line directly at my 10 7 time. And then that, at that point, I called 10 7 and then shut the radio off. If they need me, they'll call me. Um, but no, okay. So we have squad meetings, which is, 
it, depending on the size of the agency, you've got, you know, two people, sometimes five, 10 people. Um, but it's basically night shift and day shift coming together to, uh, tell what's been going on inside of your sector. So we've got that going on. We leave out of there and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm 10, seven, anyway, I'm going to refuel and go home. And we pull out of this parking lot. And of course, you know, the first two, three cars go. And then I got my window cracked because me being a cigarette smoker, I ashed outside the car. And uh, all of a sudden, this, the biggest damn tree frog you ever seen just pokes his little head in the window and looks at me. And now I'm all of a sudden working my way towards the breakdown lane because I know now I'm trying to cut across three lanes and then get to the breakdown so I can turn right into the gas station. And this frog's looking at me, and I'm starting to pay more attention to the frog than I am to the road. And I just, I just told myself, I said, I swear to God. And right after I said, I swear to God, this frog leapt onto my chest. Instantly, I forgot that I was trying to straighten my cruiser out and just proceeded to slam on the brakes, but it was already going into like a, uh, <laughs> like a retention pond that was empty. So I've got all the other units behind me seeing this going on. I jump out of the car, freaking out, trying to get this fraud off me and everything. And they pull over, turn their lights on, of course, make a big-ass scene out of this. And uh, the car didn't take any damage. It just slid into the culvert. And uh, I slammed on the brakes, got out, getting the frog off. And everybody's jumping out. They're thinking, like, I'm on fire or something. Something's crazy that happened. And uh, my phone partner walks over at the time. Uh, he's a goofy dude. And he goes, bro, are you good? What's the matter? What's the matter? Are you all right? And here I am freaking out. I'm like, oh, Jesus, it hits me what I just did in front of everybody. <laughs> the frog jumped on you. And I said, there's a fucking frog in my unit. <laughs> and when I tell you everybody went from concern, thinking I was having like a seizure or something, into hysterical so. laughter. I mean, they they were like, wait a minute, this happened because of frog. And I said, it's the biggest damn tree frog you ever seen in my I'm buddy. surprised but, you didn't get the nickname of Frogger. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, back then I was trying to prove myself, so I was kind of a hard ass most days. But uh, either way, he reads it in the car and he grabs this tree frog and he goes, I want to take it home, put it in the fish tank. And I, I just told him, I, I, no, just keep it away from me. I'm good. And, uh, Yep, we proceeded to back the car out. Thank God that hadn't rained, so I was able to drive it out of the grass and get back on the road. But after that, I didn't smoke in my unit. <laughs> no more reeling the window down. I, I was good. I'll stand outside. Uh, my my yeah. daughter is deadly afraid of fucking tree frogs. Uh, See? She was here the it's other a thing. <laughs> she, was, she hates them. Now, I remember... <laughs> A hundred years ago, I was I used to work at a state correctional prison as a prison guard before I started. You know, so and I worked a ten to ten shift. I worked in a the hobby shop. You know, I worked from ten a.m. to ten p.m. So I was heading home from work one evening. You know, I had my window down. It was a nice night. I, I believe the little Toyota truck I had didn't have air conditioning, so I had that was my air conditioning. So I had to wait yeah, it AC? Yeah. So I'm heading on home. But it, it was nice and nice. Yeah, it was, it was springtime. Had to wind it down. 
heading home, and all of a sudden I, I felt something, you know, had my had my hand kind of on the, you know, door frame to window, just cruising, and felt something, and I was like, what the hell? And I rubbed my face, something hit me in hand or something, and kind of in my face, so I just kind of rubbed my face, I'm like, what is that? And I happened to look in the rearview mirror, and I almost crashed, because as when I looked at myself in the rearview mirror, my whole entire face was glowing. <laughs> Was, oh, uh, lightning bugs! It freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, it, around a, nuclear plant? It, it, a lightning bug must have hit me in my hand, and when it did, it splattered and hit me on the face. And then I rubbed it. So as I looked into the mirror, that you know, I now looked like you know, an alien had just spooged on my face or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, when you look in the mirror, and all of a sudden you're just glowing, you kind of freak out a little bit. <laughs> And I was help, like, I've been abducted. Help. Some alien just jacked off on my face. <laughs> and I didn't even get to. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, it freaked me the hell out. Fucking like, I've never forgot that shit. I was like, it freaked me the hell out. Looking in there and just saw my fucking old face glowing and shit. <laughs> oh, God. I have noticed. I have noticed ever since uh, they don't spray. They, for a long time, we had that mosquito shit truck drive around and spray that you know toxic chemicals in the air for all yeah they do it all the time here like every two weeks and i swear to god the mosquitoes are worse well they had that out here but they had passed the the parish council or something years ago did it and didn't put it up for a vote or nothing and they were like sending people their mosquito abatement bill and everybody was like fuck that i didn't vote for that shit and nobody would pay for it so they ran they ran out of money to shut it down it's like me i live i live my house is a good you know 50 to 75 yards off the highway that shit they're spraying guess what it didn't help me out none at my house no and it smells it's good like- for subdivision people but i did notice the whole them years when they did do that we had no lightning bugs and stuff now that they don't do that shit no more i can like i'm walking the dogs and shit and i'll see lightning bugs flashing and stuff outside because all they were doing was killing all the damn lightning bugs and shit you know i just I just realized you're onto something. I tell you, where I grew up, I, we had them all the time. And then once they started doing mosquito control, because down here they do it with helicopters, they like crop dust you. Um, but they also got the trucks and ATVs and stuff. It's a big old agency here. Um, and you would think it would be up there too, because you're all mosquitoes oh. are like the size of a pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, like I think some of the big cities and some of the other places still have it. We just don't have it out here. But once they stop doing it, I was able to see lightning bugs and all that stuff again. But when they were doing it, they, they didn't have any. That's what I was going to get at. I ain't seen one. And shoot, I ain't seen lightning bugs in about 10, 15 years. See? <laughs> decimated it. Why can't they do that to the freaking love bugs instead of letting them end up all over the front of my truck? Nothing. Nothing. Love bugs only have one enemy. That's a Fucking. That's a vehicle. <laughs> I was gonna say, cause don't they breed and die? Yeah, that's a vehicle. They don't have the love bugs. Don't even have a mouth. But where do they go? They go into the ground, the dirt, the grass, or whatever. That's where they You're lay. Bullshit me. That's where they lay all their eggs at. No, I mean like they got to migrate or something. Cause no. down here they they look like locusts when they come into no, a neighborhood. Well, here too, but it's just like, but they don't have mouths or nothing. I believe. Well. For all the people that do not live in the South area and don't know what a love bug is, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, look it up. Go to DuckDuckGo or something. Look it up online. See if you can find a picture. Just type in love bug bug or whatever. Anyway, it's this little black bug with like red, like a red head or eyes. I'm not sure what it is. And they they attach it to each other. The male and female are attached, but like from butt to butt. They're like stuck together, like yep. screwing all the time. And they fly around like that. Because you'll catch That's them. why they call them love yeah, bugs. Yeah, they 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 screw in constantly, and we like grab them and like pull them apart, <laughs> like get away from each other. But <laughs> but anyway, there's no natural birds don't eat them. Nothing nothing eats love bugs because as a motorcycle, hey, I've never got an answer where the hell they came from. I mean, some I'm, I'm going to get I'm going to I'm going to get to it where I heard they came from. But I mean, gotcha. it's just from where I heard. But as a motor cop, I will tell you from. Experience. Love bugs are not delicious. They taste like <laughs> shit. Because I have shit. I have consumed some love bugs being on a motorcycle. We've had some bad seasons where you could see them. You'd be going down a road sixty, seventy miles an hour, and all you see is just black in front of you. And it's the bugs are that thick and all you can do is just duck down and just it's it's horrible your motorcycle we've actually it's been so bad that we've had to pull over the gas station clean the windshield off on the motorcycle because you could not see through it oh and you ain't got a full face shield either no our, oh god our boots we actually went to uh we actually stopped somewhere to eat one time years and years ago and we're sitting there and we're like we're sitting at the table about four or five of us and we're like man what the hell stinks in this restaurant this place freaking stinks it wasn't the place that stunk. It was the motor. Y'all. It was the motor cops sitting at the table because we had bu- so many bugs on us and our boots and everything, and it was the smell of these bugs smushed on us that we were the ones stinking. And then when you're on your motorcycle and they're cooking on that motor, uh huh, <laughs> it's really bad. So, but love bugs have no natural. I mean, I heard, I heard. I didn't do no research. From what I always heard was that they were genetically engineered at some university. University um, of Florida is what I heard, yeah. But to, I, uh, but I put mosquitoes. That, I heard that, and they were also uh, they were engineered to uh, eat some other bug related to crops and stuff like that for farmers. They escaped out of the lab. <laughs> kind of like, I don't know, kind of like, like the Wuhan. Kind of like, yeah, the last pandemic we were just in. Yeah. Escaped out of the lab and thus <laughs> the that, same guy was in charge of both of them. <laughs> yeah, the same. <laughs> this, I don't know what security company have. Don't hire them. But yeah, but that's what it is. If you if you're up north or wherever, be happy you don't have love bugs. And yeah, but they got things we don't have. They're like, attracted uh, to what the color white and heat. Yep. So if you have a white car and it's hot, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you're screwed. But they got like mayflies up north, like those flies that just come in. They're gigantic, and they just are everywhere. Talking about like dead body flies? No, no, no. I know what you're talking about the death fly. That's like oh, a gigantic yeah. horse fly. No, no, it's like no, the death one. fly is like what I'm talking about. Death fly is like the one. It looks like a house fly, but it's like four times the size, and it's got that. That iridescent kind of change colors to it and everything. Like a brown. Yeah, but it kind of. Anyway, it's a big ass fly. It's like when when they're flying, you can hear them. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. I can just call him dead body flies because you always see him around the dead stuff. <laughs> On the windows? Yeah. Yeah. You see a lot of flies. Go, a lot of different variations. You go up to a house that. and you like you hear buzzing inside? Yeah, it's probably. Yeah. Uh, you walk into a house like that, you can smell it before you even get out of the cruiser. Dead, yeah. Dead body flies. So we then jumped off a subject again. <laughs> We're good about that. We like our tangents. Yes. Yes. Uh I think we talked about some other car stuff or, or something. I don't remember. Oh, the, uh, what? Yeah, I got that one that happened in a small town. I ended up, you ever end up on the windshield of a cruiser before during a pursuit? No, no. Uh, well, let's talk about the whole stairs rookie mistake. And <laughs> when I learned, uh, not to chase ATVs down dirt roads in the summertime. Yeah. So, going all the way back to the really small department, if you listen to part one, you know, it's this really small town. It's got literally one red light. You don't hit another red light till you're outside of the town and the whole other county. Um, here I am. I pull out of the PD. I roll it to the red light. And I'm getting ready to just drive across and do a normal patrol. And I see an ATV. Um, now, in that town, they've passed laws because of all the kids that kept, you know, getting seriously injured or dying. They passed laws that if you had an ATV on a hard road, it was an in- automatic impound. So I pull up to the red light facing eastbound. ATV pulls up to the red light facing westbound across the intersection from me. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty much how it went. He looked at me. I looked at him. And uh, the light turned green. He's gone. And, of course, I turned on lights. The sirens called it out and everything. What up? you know chasing after of course they give me emergency traffic at that exact time i was the only officer inside of the uh jurisdiction you know there were seven men but whatever reason they didn't always have two or three guys on so our closest call was the county and you guys are 30 45 minutes out you know unless they're running heavy so i start chasing this guy and we're on the highway so i mean what the hell you ain't gonna outrun uh you know a crown Vic on a quad, not on the road. It just ain't going to happen. So he wasn't losing me. And all of a sudden he took a sharp left and went down this dirt road. I'm like, okay, we're going to, we're going to get him. And you could see the little red tail light because if you've ever driven down a lime rock road, the amount of dust and everything that just kicks up makes it pretty much you have no line of sight. You can't see down the road. You can't see shit. Because it's just a cloud that you're chasing. But I can see the little red taillight. And we're going down that road, and I called it out. And then I had one of the other units uh, from the county go, Temple, sir, you know that's a dead end, right? I said, no, I didn't. Uh, thank you for that. So I guess the pursuit's going to – it should be coming to a head here in a second. Um, so I actually popped my seatbelt off. Because here I am thinking, when we get to the end of this road, I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to have to, you know, use the bull bars on the ATV or something to hold him to where he can't go anywhere. You're thinking foot pursuit. Yeah, I'm thinking foot pursuit. I'm thinking either he's going to give up, he's going to do something. I did not know what was coming next. What that county deputy was telling me was, you're about to crash. But he didn't say that. <laughs> so I see this taillight. 
this, you know, because the middle of an ATV just got that one little brake light. And all of a sudden, it goes down, and it goes up, and it's gone. Now, me, I slowed down, so, you know, I'm not running 70 anymore. Now I'm doing, like, 30. I couldn't understand where the hell that ATV just went. Like, it just launched itself into space. All of a sudden, it seemed like it just cleared. All the dust is gone because this kid had hit this ditch in the ATV. He knew where the path was, hit it, and jumped into the neighborhood on the other side. Yeah, needless to say, I did a brake stand on the brakes and ended up, once the cruiser went nose first into that ditch, I was actually on the actual dashboard in the windshield. I wouldn't, I didn't penetrate it. I was just kind of sideways and kind of cussing everything. Uh, pretty sure that dash cam's out there somewhere. But uh, that sucked. We ended up getting him like three, four days later, and it's only because he kept bragging that he totaled one of the county's cars. Um, but man, well, yeah, that's that what sucked. happens. Them bad guys, they'll think they, you know, if they kept their mouth shut, they'd probably got rid, go away with it. But oh, absolutely. I mean, how how they, vague they, is they, the description of a red ATV yeah. in the middle of nowhere with a red helmet? Yeah, they can't do it. They can't do it. No, because they tell want somebody. Up they want to tell somebody. Yeah. You ever hit a deer? No, unfortunately. I'm not saying unfortunately. I've had, uh, uh, I brushed a horse and people, uh, actually up the road from me. I was going out to work a long time ago. Thank God I was in a unit that morning on my motorcycle. I come around a blind curve. Thank God I'm a pawpaw and drive. I don't drive fast. And, uh, come around a curve and there was three horses in the road. And, uh, I clipped one with the mirror, and I didn't. I avoided the other ones. Thank God. And uh, and it, then uh, a it, couple it years ago, no, it didn't break the mirror. Believe it or not, I just clipped <laughs> it, bent it, and uh, it folded in. Uh, when I was working in my new department, I, before I got back in motors, I was in uniform patrol, and it's uh the area I was in is extremely uh not populated. I was driving one night, and thank God, you know, I actually had them uh, off-road, them white off-road lights mounted on my unit for these areas, and I had them on, and uh, I was just going poking along, and like a whole herd of deer come leaping across the road, like six of them, and I was able yeah. to stop like just like inches, and they were just jumping around across the road like they were, you know, antelope or something, but no, I haven't, thank goodness, never actually hit one. I have. I'll have to. I'll have to see if I can't find the dash cam because, believe it or not, it did go viral. But the agency uploaded it. It was not me. Uh, I was in that small department. And once again, when I say rural, I, I mean it was extremely rural. If you had a hundred kids in any school in that town, that was a big thing. Very few and far between. But uh, I had a domestic violence call for a backup helping out uh, the neighboring city. Uh, and they said they didn't have anybody to respond. Well, I, okay, yeah, I'm all about it. And he got there and you could hear it over the radio that he was obviously in distress for whatever reason, this guy got there and it just, it hit the fan from zero to a thousand real quick. 
and he's kind of, you know, retreated back to the cruiser, just trying to keep the peace. And, uh, so I'm, I'm hauling ass. I am not even going to lie. And there's, you know, one lane in one lane out long road, uh, the opposite of the guy that was beating his pud down by the, uh, the bay, uh, the other direction. <laughs> and all of a sudden that you're still in contact with. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 sure. Um, I, we did figure out why he went crazy, you know, it's going to be the death. Anyway, um, I'm still, I'm hauling ass out to this call. Now, there's no traffic. It's about zero two, zero three hundred, and out there, there's nobody on the road unless, of course, the bar closed and you got five people on the road. Um, but I'm sitting there, and uh, I'm tooling right along i'm giving the car everything she's got because it's a long straight road well i never would have expected out of no nowhere here comes bambi right into the middle of the road as you know and i know from high speed introduction training it there you don't jerk the steering wheel or slam on the brakes at 120 140 miles an hour you just don't do it that's how you end up on your roof or dead yeah, so take the I, uh, I committed, I, I didn't let my foot off the gas. I went into it and, uh, thank God. And here in Florida, we have medium sized deer. Uh, we don't have these big eight, 12 point bucks. They are uh, significantly smaller. And at the time my cruiser had the full wrap around push bumper on the front. And unfortunately for Bambi, um, go rhino makes a really solid bumper. <laughs> And uh, Bambi liquefied. It literally looked like you had just butchered that animal. It was wild. I immediately, you know, slowed down, kind of pulled over to the side. Hit, hit, believe it or not, I hit the windshield wiper because the car was still driving, so I couldn't figure out what was damaged. So I hit the windshield wiper, uh, the cleaner thing, I just and cleaned this. the chunks off the windshield, but I could still see. And I, I went ahead and advised dispatch. I, I had a signal four with a uh, an animal. Um, the vehicle's still 10-8, though. I'm still 51. It's still en route to the call. And <laughs> Now, remember, I just told you, this dude and his lady were just raising hell with this other agency's officer. I come sliding in like Bo Duke in my unit covered in blood. It, it just looks like silence of the lamb all the way over the car. And instantly. <laughs> like, you, like you just come from, from the walking dead. <laughs> it, right. Like I just, I just butchered a bunch of people. Do y'all want some now? Yeah. Um, it put a stop to it pretty quickly. <laughs> you, the husband and, and the officer immediately just goes, what the hell happened? I completely forgot that it was a domestic violence call. And I just. <laughs> I ended up having, you know, the guy come over to me and then he was able to question the female and ended up the guy, you know, 10, 15 ended up taking him. But, uh, it, in, uh, in that town's car, because mine was going straight to the, uh, car wash. It, uh, believe it or not, didn't damage the front end. Uh, it was dented a little bit, but that's it from the, you know, the impact onto the hood from the meat and the worst thing in the world the smell the following weeks because uh, all that flesh that got stuck all up the in flesh, it yeah underneath the cowling of the windshield 
Because, of course, I washed it two or three times, plus pressure washed it and got out and hand scrubbed the car. But little chunks of meat that fall down in the AC cowling. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, no, no, no. That uh, that was bad. AC on blast <laughs> for weeks on end with all four windows down. Yeah, that was. uh, <laughs> Yeah, poor me. But that, that was that was one of them things that. I just never would have imagined was about to happen. I had a. Uh... The only thing I, I think I've really animal-wise that I hit in the unit is, and I didn't even must, I was working nights and I must have hit it and not realized it because I happened to be at the, the jail to get my unit washed with the, you know, the inmates washed, you, trustees, you know. I, right. get, I I pull up, and this this was so far long ago, we didn't have fuel, man. We actually had fueled up at the jail. We had to actually drive there to get fuel. I think I went there yeah, to get I've fuel. worked at a few agencies like that, their own gas pumps. Yeah, I went there to get fuel and uh, get the unit washed, and then mate, mate said something. I was like, what are you talking about? Well, I got out and looked because he said I had a, a rabbit head underneath my unit. I'm like, this dude, <laughs> are you, you got some crack up in this motherfucker? Well, I, I bent down and I looked, and somehow I must have hit a rabbit on shift and not realized it or whatever. And But... Somehow the the head with the meat had got wrapped around something underneath my unit. The body wasn't there, <laughs> but it was just this rabbit head hanging underneath oh the unit. I'm like, I'm like he's like, I said, did you want me to kill? I'm like, yeah, I want you to fucking get. I can be dry around just fucking you know, traumatizing kids, you know. <laughs> was your day shift or night shift? I was on night shift, but I mean, I just didn't come to work. And still, <laughs> I'm just like. Can't get it out from under. I mean, I've heard about a lucky rabbit's foot, but not the lucky. I mean, I had fucking Bert's buddy just decapitated underneath the. Could you imagine pulling up beside a little girl in a red light and like just waving at the little girl, and all of a sudden she notices there's a whole damn rabbit head hanging from your car? (laughs) Oh, God. The mental. Oh, yeah. I just had a rabbit head. Just, I mean, just hanging underneath (laughs) the fucking car. Now, I did have a UPS guy along. I mean, had a you know a UPS driver hit or it was FedEx anyway, one of those people had hit a a, a fawn. I'm talking a tree Bambi. It still had spots on it, and uh, oh, okay. a little baby deer still had spots on it. And uh, venison. Yeah. Anyway, he hit this deer in this subdivision. He was a, a city a city boy down in the country. And I get over there to work. It barely pipping a little tiny ding in this fucking like UPS truck or something. So I get over there and I'm writing this shit up. And so I figured I'd just fuck with him, of course, you know. I look at him, I'm like, sir, sir. Well, I didn't see it, I promise. I'm like, I- I'm going to have to cite you unless, do you have your hunting license? And he just, he just got quiet and he's looking at me. I said, sir, do you have a hunting license? Oh, well, no. <laughs> no. I'm like, you don't want to cite you for killing this deer, and plus it's out of season. But it jumped out in front of me. I mean, he goes into full-blown, oh, you know, God. it's not my fault mode. And I'm like, I'm serious. I'm like, I mean, what am I supposed to do with you? And this dude actually thought I was about to, like, arrest his ass for hitting this, <laughs> hitting this deer. Finally, I looked at him. I said, so, so. You you want this dare? What you what you want? What do you mean? Do I want it? I was like, Do you want it? Like to take it home and clean it and eat it? He's like, Oh my God, no! 
So I had somebody else come pick it up, and they cleaned it and ate it. I mean, at least right. it didn't go into waste. I mean, but it's like, he was like, oh, my God. Yeah, but at one point, I think this man was about to cry because he actually thought that I was about to arrest him for killing that deer. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. City folk. <laughs> oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, it, was, it was too easy. It was too easy. On a separate note, you ever caught somebody in the middle of somewhere where they weren't supposed to be cheating while on duty? Did, did I catch a cop doing that or just a civilian? No, not a cop. Hell no. We wouldn't be talking about that. No, a, uh, a civilian. Just oh, like I, you're I, driving around in the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden there's a car definitely yeah, not supposed I'm, to be I'm there. Rolled up on, I don't know if they were cheating or not. I mean, I rolled up on some teenagers and shit like that when, back in the day. Oh no! I always went the full bore, man. I get both their IDs. Oh no! I would use. I know. I, I mean, I fucked with them, but I mean, I don't know. Most of them was never no grown folks. It was all you know, teenagers and shit like that. You know, were college kids or something. No, no. I I had one. The reason I had just I had one guy, and it's it's hilarious because if he ever decides to listen to the podcast, he'll know exactly who I'm talking about. The uh it was a commercial complex and down here we have a lot of them like big, like Amazon fulfillment center. Just think about that. Uh, but for trucking. So at three o'clock in the morning, you shouldn't see parking lights in the middle of nowhere, like between semis. Lot, so I, uh, I'm picking up the lot lizard. Yeah. So I went ahead and, uh, I actually drove by it and I just said, what the fuck? What is that? So I swung back around and I hit the windshield with the spotlight and all of a sudden you just seen the two heads pop up and immediately I just told him, I was like, all right, just do me a favor, put your hands on the dash. Don't move. Well, I didn't know what they were doing, whether they were doing dope or what. And, uh, get up closer to the car and yeah, they're naked. So I tell him to go ahead and get dressed and her to get dressed. And I've walked away. In the meantime, I had a um, a captain pull up, and uh, this particular captain, they've been trying to put him on a desk for years, and he just flat out refuses. Says, "Oh, you could have him a badge the day you take me off patrol." So he did all the admin side of the house and did patrol as well, which I had never seen before. But the guy is a hard ass. And I'm over here at the car running their IDs and suddenly I started hearing screaming and, and I look up and jump out of the cruiser and it's my captain. I'm like, everything's you good. You 10, four. And he's still talking to this guy. He goes, I told you to keep your hands on the steering wheel. Don't you move. I said, captain, you got a weapon or what? What are you doing? He goes, he's just acting funny. The guy was so nervous. That right after he said that, the guy didn't even remove his hands from the steering wheel and just projectile vomited all over his own lap. And my captain is just like, what the fuck? Come to find out, because I, either way, we, I didn't take him out of the car at all. The captain just, yeah, dealt with him. Uh, The female got out. Apparently, this young man was cheating with this girl 
and was afraid it was going to get back to his wife that he was back here doing this with her. So that nervousness, he did his fight or flight was taken off, but that captain wasn't going to let him do anything flighty. It was one of those, <laughs> you're going to sit right there and don't move. <laughs> so afterwards I, I proceed to go ahead. And of course we criminal trespassed from the property, but I didn't go 10, 15. I let them leave on their own, you know, ROR. I give her back her ID. I set his ID on the dashboard because I just wasn't going to touch him or anywhere <laughs> near that. And uh, I said, just so you know, you are trespassed from uh, all these, I won't say the name of the company, but any of their commercial parking lots. If you're ever found here again, you will go to jail. Um, they go, okay, we understand. And the guy goes, well, aren't you supposed to hand me something? And I said, your ID? And he goes, no, like a piece of paper telling, you know, that I was trespassed. I said, oh, no, sir. That comes in the mail in the next 30 to 90 days. <laughs> threw up again. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't throw up, but I didn't give him a second. I left. <laughs> and we get back to the cruiser. And of course, my captain's cracking up laughing. He's a he's a New Yorker that came down. and Yeah, he, he's got a hell of a sense of humor. But he was just rolling, laughing. And uh, I was like, why the hell did you do that? And he goes, I I don't know. He was just acting weird, man. He's making me nervous. I'm like, okay, I, I can't fault you for that. And he goes, I got one for you. Why did you tell him we were going to mail shit to the house in the next 30 to 90 days? when We don't hand out paperwork for that. I said, well, put it this way. His wife's going to find it's really funny that he's next to that mailbox for the next 90 days every time the mail comes in. Yeah. I said, you know, he maybe, you know, give him a reason to come clean or something. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Oh, God. Moral of that story is don't cheat. <laughs> exactly. Or at least get a hotel. Or don't take, get... take the young lady somewhere nice. If you want to treat her like a truck stop hooker, then I guess put her in the back seat of your whip. Yeah, we just, uh, I heard, well, I didn't handle the call. This was recently. I, you know, we have some truck stops in the area. Out in the parish I work, and uh, <laughs> somebody get dispatched to it. This truck driver was chasing a lot lizard down the road towards the <laughs> other truck stop because she done stole his freaking wallet from him after he done they done finished. So uh, she didn't take her payment. She took the whole wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah she took the whole wallet. So how embarrassing has that got to be? And yeah, if, if any, you thought about it, she should have just taken a lot more money, cash. Yeah, and then she could have lied about it. But once you got his wallet, you're screwed. And if anybody uh, wants to know, uh, lot lizards, hookers, prostitutes—they uh, don't look like the ones you see on TV that are actually no, those are cops that are actually you know attractive. If you see a prostitute standing a streetwalker, a prostitute, a lot lizard—that is. You know, you're like, damn, look at that. That's probably a cop because most of them don't have all their teeth or yep. any teeth or or anything like that. They're, they're not very good-looking women, okay? So that crap you see on TV is not real. That's for TV purposes. Uh, they no Julia Roberts you, popping out on you. Yeah, well, I never found her attractive anyway. But uh, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. She's got such a long face. When I see her, I, I think of I think of a horse. Well, she played a horse, or no? no, no that's horse? a whore. No, I said a whore. 
<laughs> I said a horse, like, you know, the kind you ride, like the four-legged horses, not a horse. A horse. <laughs> I guess some people ride those, too. I don't know. Well, yeah, they do, but it's like, I don't know. She just, but, yeah, I see it on TV. I'm like, like prostitutes don't look like that. Not the ones that I've had to, you know, I've never paid for any. I'm the ones I've had to deal with in job, you know, related ways. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, it's my page. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, we got to wear gloves anytime we go 10 12 with these people. It's like, it's like, anytime, I'll, yeah, no. I'll pay you just to get away from me. Just don't Fact. even talk to me. Go away. People are paying for that. It's it's pretty fucking disgusting. Of course, different strokes prost- for different well, prostitution's taking a whole different turn, you know, now. And they, they, could, they like to call themselves sugar babies and, you know, have these men give them money and buy them stuff. See, now that's different. It's, it's, that's usually it's, it's that's, prostitution. Well, it is, but we're not talking about your regular meth. No, 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 no. Those these are cute, pretty little twenty-something. Usually, it's like an exotic dancer, something, something like that. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it's the same thing. If you take a woman out and pay dinner and a movie and you know, pay for sex, you paid for it regardless. So, I mean, I'm not dogging people for doing it. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying it's. My whole point of this whole conversation was they don't look like they do in the fucking fucking TVs and their movies. No, never. I shit. I'll tell you right now, it's hilarious because I, you know, my my tax office it's in uh, not the best location in town, and I'll stand up front smoking a cigarette, and all of a sudden this extremely attractive you know woman walks up in a mini skirt, high heels, and a you know her tits hanging out pretty much, and. Uh, Hey, you want a party? And I'm like, no, ma'am, I do not. You have a wonderful day. Yeah, it, it it's just plainly obvious that, that I work there. I know the type of women that walk by yeah. that do that for a living. Yeah. You, you don't belong there. Yeah. They pulled you from the sector on the other side of the county. Mm-hmm. What's your badge number? That's what you ought to say next yeah, time. Right? Hey, you want a party? I don't know what's your badge number. Yeah, right. What time do you go ten seven? Yeah, I'll yeah, answer that then. Yeah. yeah. I remember <laughs> this was a long time ago. Like I said, I did not know I don't know, this was probably eight to ten years ago, somewhere in that range. Was out of state for a motorcycle competition. I think we were in uh I think we were around Memphis, Tennessee. Not area anyway, like I said. Anyway, we we ran up Buffalo Wild Wings uh, after you know practicing and all that shit. Tired, I was having a few drinks. I was drinking some margaritas that evening, which I <laughs> probably had a couple. I mean, I, I I wasn't I wasn't drunk, but I, I wasn't I wasn't feeling no pain either. Uh, <laughs> this waitress walks up to me and she's like, "Hey, uh, do you, do you want to play cornhole?" Well. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck that was at the time. <laughs> I looked at her. And you started I, to get excited, didn't you? I looked at her. I said, I said how much does that cost? I said, <laughs> I said how much is that going to cost me? And she just kind of <gasps> turned and walked off. And my buddy, you know, old Shrek, he looked at me. He's like, you stupid ass. I'm like, what? I said, that girl just offered me 
butt sex. And when I asked her how much it was, she she left. I was like, what? He's like, you stupid motherfucker, cornholes that game where you throw beanbag. I said, are you talking about beanbag toss? Because that's what we always called it growing up. Worst fucking toss. name for a it's game like, ever. I, I said, where the fuck did cornhole come in? I mean, there's no corn involved in it. There is. Well, the one that's the it's what the, the that's what's inside the bean bags they use in corn. Yeah, that's what's inside the bean bag. It, it's from like up north, like a midwesterner type deal. Uh, well, so they anyway, take a little burlap sack and fill it with corn. Uh, we, we call that bean bag toss, okay? It, but she's yeah, like, because we ain't preferred it. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, do you want to pay corn? But yeah, I'm just he's like, you know, I'm thinking this fucking waitress wants me to like have butt sex with her and you know i mean like i said i I was about four margaritas in at the time the big ones too and you know i didn't know didn't they sing a country song about that i'm married to a waitress i don't even know your name Uh, uh, oh sure (laughs) yeah but that was my first corn because uh Oh, oh, clyde that i talked to will eventually have him and his uh wife on one day as guests they are uh cornhole uh professional or something they they actually are like in a cornhole league because i texted him one night i said look we're going live he's like oh we're we're at some cornhole thing and i texted him back i said just make sure Orgy? You, i said just make sure you wipe it really good first <laughs> bleach it a little yeah yeah yes you can there are places that you can go get your butthole bleached i mean yeah i'm haven't done it <laughs> just saying I, I don't know if i could lay on face down on the table and have someone spread my butt cheeks open and just you know put bleach on it so. well is it like for instance i never understood how women were just okay with like for instance the feminine uh waxing where that they've got to lay on the table spread eagle and have another woman put the wax down there and then they rip it off ah. well, that's just gotta hurt like a motherfucker anyway. well i can imagine Yeah, that that would uh, not feel too too tingly. No, that that not good. Well, but we I are... guess if you could you could pop out an eight <laughs> eight uh, pound nine ounce kid, you know you were probably built a little tougher than. No, uh, no, no, no. I, I mean, I seen somebody not too long ago, you know, get their nose hairs waxed, and I've you know, I reached out to tweezers one time and pulled the nose hair out, and and I'm pretty sure I'm well, I'm pretty sure the roots were in my ass. Because <laughs> it hurt that far. I think I screamed for my mom. Uh, my eyes watered. I don't know if they were watering, if it was just tears of pain. But yeah, I just use tremors now. So, is it I, is it is it where they stick the little damn lollipops up there? Yes, I'm not. I didn't have they, it done. I watched somebody else have it, it done, and I'm like, oh no, not. I would never do that. No, I use tremors. I couldn't yeah, imagine. I, I use the tremors too. I mean, I, but I watched it. And I was like, oh. my Oh, this poor fella. You know? I'd be afraid of ripping my nose off my face. Ain't it like some ridiculously low poundage that it <laughs> takes to rip somebody's nose off the cartilage? I'm not sure, but it just looks painful. Yeah. All right. I mean, we, about that life. <laughs> blew it past the hour. Uh, <laughs> he'll end up coming back again because, like I said, we, we will just keep going and going and going. Me and Holstera here again. Oh, yeah. Hope everyone had a safe and happy Memorial Day. And remember why Memorial Day is celebrated for the men and women that gave their lives for us and this country, even though it's going to shit. Uh, oh, I got a uh, little shout out. Shout out. Not going to say no names or nothing. Uh, 
Got an email from a fellow motor cop in Oklahoma. I did respond. I appreciate it. Shoot me your address, and I will I will send you some stickers. And if you would like to be a guest on the show, just let me know. We'll hook something up. And if you don't have a nickname, we'll figure something out for you, and you can be a guest. We'll keep you anonymous. But shout out to you. I appreciate it. What you Give say? me no sticker. Well, I'll mail you a damn sticker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anyway, like I always say, if you want to contact me, it's uh, MotorCopChronicles at Gmail. We're on uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Rumble. I need to put some more videos up on Rumble. <laughs> uh, Twitch, uh, live shows every Wednesday, me and Doc Holiday. Uh, I've been putting some pretty good news reports we'll be able to talk about again so you got anything you want to end this with i I got one other thing you know because i don't want holstera to feel bad about anything but uh we're gonna play him his theme music here before we do just have to throw that back out there go listen to part one if you don't get it (laughs) oh yeah no you will i mean it's turned into i've got TikTok followers and people on the uh, Clapper, which is an app like TikTok. It's not a like place where you go if you got STDs. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Either way, no. <laughs> so go get the but, clap. <laughs> yeah, go get the clapper. Anyway, no, I've got plenty of friends on there that now I'm the uh, the the police officer stripper from uh, the podcast. So that's it. It it caught on. Sure go, go get no, you some clapper it, it's always hilarious to be on here talking with you so yeah in the future we'll uh we'll definitely have to do it again yeah so like i said get in touch with me if you're a first responder veteran anything like that want to tell some story or something like that or email me and i'll read them uh yeah i always like hearing from people anyway if you are listening on apple uh write me a five star leave sci-fars write a review helps with the uh algorithm did you say grinder <laughs> you're in the middle of giving your spiel and they just send them to a modest grinder no i do oh, not have God. grinder <laughs> that would be that would be that's you right <laughs> so anyway remember to always smile because the ice man could always be behind you i'll see y'all wednesday if y'all come back I'm cranking up on the throttle This is how legends are made